1: Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers,
2: hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places
0: with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence.
2: This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be.
3: Oh, mama! What a play!
2: Now, here's your host, Chris Plank.
4: All right, welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast. My name is Chris Plank. We call our early week edition The Game Plan, and we have our target focused we have our sights set on OU and West Virginia Wednesday night. Coming up As we are just outside the Lloyd Noble Center for the taping of the game plan this week. My name is Chris Plank. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for downloading Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And, of course, on SoundCloud, iTunes, search Sooner Radio Network. We're going to talk to Richard Odoms. So OU just wrapped up. Hoops practice on this Monday as we tape this. And Rashard Odom's coming off a big game, 24 points, 8 rebounds, and 3 steals. You'll also hear from Sooner head coach Lon Kruger and Jordan Wooder, who has really played well since returning from injury. That's all coming up, as is a sit-down that Toby Rowland had with Carlin Hartman earlier today. So all in on the OU West Virginia matchup. We'll dive headfirst into Sooner Mints Hoops in just a bit. But I want to start with maybe one of the hottest things going in the Big 12 right now, and that's the OU women's
2: basketball team. Into the left corner, Little open for a three, and that one circles into the basket. Peyton Little with her second three. She's got double figures with ten. Twelfth time this year, she's had... Ten or more, and the seventh time in the last ten games, 34-17.
4: They've won back-to-back games. They crushed Texas Tech on Saturday, 66-45, to and they have a big one coming up Tuesday night on Fox Sports 1 against Texas with a 6 o'clock tip. Now, next, we are later this week on the podcast on our Thursday edition We're actually going to have a sit-down with Maddie Manning, and you'll hear Coach Cole's interview with Toby Rowland. But in preparation for Texas, in celebration of the win over Texas Tech, wanted to get you a little bit of Coach Cole's post-game comments after the Oklahoma win over Texas Tech. Here was Coach Cole with Chad McKee and our our Soonersports.tv crew.
1: I love the way we guarded today. I thought it started with our attention to threshold on Resee because she's so good with the jab step and the lift fake and you can't overreact and bite on those. And I thought our discipline was really, really good there. But also the help defense on the ball screens. Vivi and Nancy both showing and then our hoop guy taking care of the roll until we could recover. And so it really wasn't
0: too When I thought <laughs> quietly, offensively, Peyton Little, VV. Uh, Gabby, all of them were just really solid for you throughout the game.
1: Yeah, I thought the first possession of the game sort of set the tempo. All five guys on the floor caught it, and uh, we made all five defenders from Tech guard, and uh, we were very patient, very poised, but yet aggressive. And sometimes that's a hard line to stay on, Uh, I thought we did some really good things in the third quarter as well, especially getting out and running lanes and finishing tough shots in transition. Then we fell off a bit in the fourth, but overall I I couldn't be more pleased, especially with our defensive performance and our uh, collective uh, effort offensively.
2: You get some important minutes, I think, for some young players. You get an extended look at Nancy Mulkey there in the second half and some of the others. How important are minutes like that as you move forward?
1: You know, as important as anything is getting uh, those starters a little bit of leg rest because we go to Texas real quick. We play on Tuesday mm-hmm. rather than Wednesday this week, and it's been a grueling week for us. Um, so that recovery time, you know, you, you, you can't underestimate how tired you get sometimes when you're working through emotions. And so to get them those minutes there and, and a little bit of recovery, that's really big.
2: I got to ask you about the uh, Nikes before the game. Were those rhinestones? There were no heels, and I'm trying to confirm. Were those rhinestones on that shoe, Coach? There were,
1: there were no heels for sure, but they were uh, throwback <laughs> Nikes with uh, gold OU's, interlocking OU's all over them. They were fantastic, and I, I might wear them around the house. i might wear them to church tomorrow. I don't
2: know. Beautiful, I, I'll find yeah. A way. They go with just about everything. I will, now, don't I will tell
1: you this: Nike has been an unbelievable partner of ours. Um, they are so loyal and we appreciate them so much, and they have no idea. Joe and Nike probably do have some idea of what that means to me because of their friendship and the way they supported Oklahoma women's basketball.
2: Well, we have appreciated it as well, and thanks for stopping by. Congratulations yeah. on the win. Thank you, guys. Sooner night Sherry Cole with us after the victory, and our player of the game today is Peyton Little. She's standing by with Jessica.
5: A game-high 18 points for Peyton Little, our love player of the game. As a whole, this team didn't necessarily shoot the ball very well from behind the arc. How were you able to get things going offensively when it wasn't a a typical shooting performance from three for you? Um, I mean, I think we just wanted to take advantage uh, in transition. You know, Um, those are easy shots that we got, and uh, TT really found me tonight. And, um, you know, I just think if we get the transition game going, um, it kind of helps knock down the threes. Texas Tech goes as Caldwell goes. That was a key, huge key for you guys today. How would you describe the team effort that it took to limit her to just four points today? Oh man, she's a great player. Um, obviously, we game planned um, for her, um, and so she's a great player. You know, I think we just it was team effort. You know, we got to talk um, when we get screened, and um, really just a lot of communication. And um, you know, I think we did a good job on her. I talked to you yesterday. You got emotional talking about TT and and the purpose that she now you guys are now playing for for the remainder of the season. What did it mean to this team to have her back out on the court tonight? Oh, it meant so much to all of us. Um, you know, anytime we play for, you know, something outside of ourselves, something bigger than, um, you know, just the game, it, um, you play with joy. and you play, you play better. And, you know, everything, not just last game but the rest of the season, you know, it's all for T and uh, just honoring her family. And how would you say she played today? Awesome. It felt so good to have her back out there running in transition. Um, just her presence, you know, um, her smile, her uh, spunk, you know, we, we love that. We missed it a lot.
4: OU Texas, it's a big one Tuesday night, 6 o'clock on Fox Sports 1. Let's shift our gears to men's hoops, shall we? Odoms to the rim, and one! He caught Texas Tech a little bit flat-footed. Rashard took it right to the block. Boy, it was a big night for Richard Odoms, the biggest night of his Sooner career. 24 points, 8 rebounds, and 3 steals. I had a, ke- a chance to catch up with Rashard just moments ago as the Sooners wrapped up practice. Take, take me through what it's been like this season now. Three straight games and double figures. Do you, you feel like you're finding a bit of a rhythm right now?
6: Yeah, um, it's, it's been great. Um, my teammates are encouraging me to... Um keep doing what I'm doing, and I'm um, coming out with energy, coming out strong, and I'm just feeding off of them, so it's been working out great.
4: Has it been frustrating at times for you guys this year, maybe even for you personally when the shots aren't falling and maybe not getting the minutes you want?
6: Uh, I mean, a little, but I feel like we have confident guys that always keep their heads up, and then we, we come out wanting to um, get better each and every day, so after each game, we see what we can improve on, and we improve from there.
4: I think one of the obvious questions is just the difference it makes having Jordan Woodard
6: back. How much does that kind of bring up everybody? Brings us up a lot. I mean, he's a great leader, and he's came out and given us um, lots of production that um, we uh, needed, and so it's great to have him back. What do you feel like's clicked for you personally the last few games? Anything in particular?
4: Anything you've done differently?
6: Um, ju- just bringing energy. Um, that's what I feel like I want to do, just have energy on the defensive end and make sure uh, we get the defense going, and that just gets our offense going. Sherrod, sure, take us back. What brought you to Norman? What brought you to the University of Oklahoma? Um, first, my mom loved it. I mean, she, she loved um, Coach Kruger and, uh, and how he, he came about it. He, didn't, he came about it as um, basically I was just going to be joining the family, and that's exactly what it was. Being a Texas guy, though, I mean, did you know much about the Sooners before you came here? Not much. Um, Growing up, I didn't really watch college basketball, so I never had, like, a favorite team, even though I was um, an hour away from UT and um, about an hour away from um, uh, Baylor as well. So I never really had a favorite team, so I just...
4: So you didn't watch college basketball? Were you more of a football guy or an NBA guy, or were you just not rather play
6: it? I just just watched um, more NBA games, stuff like that, but um, never really watched college basketball too much.
4: When people talk about Rashard Odoms, they say he has the body like an NBA player and has an NBA game. Uh, You obviously have to take that as a compliment, but uh, what what can you do? What do you feel like you can do to improve that NBA body,
6: improve that NBA game? Um, Just getting better um, every day, just working on my weaknesses and whatever I need to work on to help um, the team. And, um, listen to what Kruger has to say because he's going to help me improve. So I'm just going to take it all in.
4: How much did it help you last year having guys for your first year like Buddy, like Isaiah, like Ryan to kind of set that example? Can we even begin to put into words how huge that was?
6: It, it was, it was unbelievable. I mean, you get to see the work, um, that it takes to get where you're trying to go. Um, then you get to see what it takes to win, um, just from a team, um, standpoint and all that. But they just really set the bar for us, and um, we just got to come and try try to pick up after them. Rashard, what's the key now to this team continuing on and building off the momentum from Saturday? Um, Just go out there and play confident and play with energy and play how we're capable of playing and um, finish games.
4: And and give me a scouting report real quick. This is going to be a challenge for you guys uh, going up against that press of West Virginia, but what's one of the keys to trying to break this trapping attack they have?
6: Um, Just not being frantic and just... um, staying calm and not panicking and stuff like that so um, just move the ball I mean a trap comes that means someone's open so we just got to keep moving the ball.
4: Hey final thought Uh, despite I know the record not being where you want it to be this team still seems like they're having fun it's competitive in practice you guys still having fun out
6: there? Yeah we definitely are Um, one thing we don't want to do is come in and get our heads down and um, just not play how we're capable of playing not playing with confidence so we're all just keeping our heads up and just staying confident and trying to improve each week. Von
4: Krueger obviously knows it's a challenge any time you travel to Morgantown to face West Virginia. And with that trap, it's a big challenge for the Sooner guards. We sat in as the beat riders and yours truly caught up with the Sooner boss.
7: Yeah, they're a unique prep because no one really in the country does it quite to the extent and degree that West Virginia does. You have to handle their full court pressure. And, and of course, Jordan's been there many times has seen it and he understands uh, how difficult it is. The younger guy is probably not quite so much, so you got to go through it. and You try to simulate that in practice. Of course, you can't fully do that, but you try to come as close as possible.
3: How difficult is it to simulate?
7: Practice? Very difficult. I mean, no one does it as well as West Virginia does it. Uh, they force probably more turnovers than anyone in the country and they do it on the full court. Uh, so it's very difficult to simulate. How do you
4: like your guard play going into this
5: overall against this kind of
7: defense? Yeah, guys, guys are playing with more confidence all the time, You're know, making progress. Uh, great to see him rewarded with a win on Saturday. That was a huge uh, confidence boost. You can keep you can keep making progress or feel like you are, but if you don't win a game, then it, uh, it's hard to really validate that. So uh, guys felt good about uh, getting that result.
2: What, what is the, the biggest key in hitting the press? Is it just making
7: decisions and going the right place quickly? Yeah, the... Exactly. It's a lot of things. You have to have great spacing. You have to have, uh, you know, be strong with the ball. Receiver. You have to have four receivers that want the ball and uh, are moving to be available all the time. Uh, you know, sometimes people look at the guy that's getting trapped and think he's doing a bad job, where maybe he can't really do much. Receivers, receivers have to do a better job of, of in a timely way getting open. You'd, you'd much rather have a lot of experience playing against them and play fewer people as we did the last couple of years, but uh, but now we got what we got. Uh, uh, it, it allows us to stay fresher, if you will, perhaps a little bit, but still, uh, it's going to be an eye opening for some of our guys that haven't been there before, and we have to get through that as quickly as possible. When you won there last year, Dean played. You know, really yeah. Well. yeah. How, how important. Was it? Well, rebounding, you know, people think, well, the press, you have to handle the press, and you do. But you also have to worry about the boards rebounding, because they're a great rebounding team. And, uh, and Kadim was a big part of us, but, you know, winning the battle on the boards last year at their place. Kadim played great. And we need, he had money to, at that five spot to do that again.
0: Just to settle in and execute offensively in the half court is one thing to break it, but then you have to execute on that end.
7: Very true. And they don't let you really run much because they'll still trap you on the half court. It's not just the full court trap, but they'll do it on the half court randomly too. So you have to be strong and have good spacing and make good decisions.
4: Speaking of bosses, no bigger leader for this Sooner team than your senior, Jordan Woodard, who returned and played spectacular the past two games for the Sooners. And they were upset over Kansas, 20-plus in the win over Texas Tech. Caught up with Jordan after practice in our post-media scrum and asked him the challenge in facing a team that presses like West Virginia.
8: It's going to be a fast, up-tempo, style game. That's you know, how they like to play and we're not, you know, opposed to doing that. So we got to be ready. Guys got to be ready. Uh, and it should be, you know, up-tempo.
9: What have you told those young guys, like uh, Rashard and uh, Cam, who haven't experienced it as much, mm-hmm. you know, about that environment and how to handle uh, what West Virginia does? It's so different from any other team you'll play.
8: Yeah, it just, uh, it's really important to, you know, just to, to be in the right spots, you know, yeah, that's what Coach been preaching to us. I'm telling the younger guys like him, you know, shoot the balls, do what he does, you know, just roll to just do what they, you know, comfortable doing. And but it's gonna be more. It's gonna be up tempo. They're gonna try and speed us up. Uh, but I've just been, you know, just just you gotta be comfortable playing your game. It's gonna be more free flow. My right, guys just think? I'll
6: just get up to the point guard. First over. Oh <laughs> Is that you know?
8: Yeah, you know the receiver is just as important as the you know man with the ball. It's going to be us making an extra pass, whether it's you know outside to a, a shooter, or we're we going to be dumping it down low to Kadeem and Jumuni, uh for dunks all game. So uh, everybody is just as important, like you said. It's gonna be huge for us, especially being on the road. Us having a another road environment, uh, you gotta you gotta take on that challenge. And you know, a team that presses, you know, feeds off turnovers, uh, it's just gonna be as important to take care of the ball and every possession. You know, coach has been saying, so it's to come out with a road win. It's gonna take you know, all forty minutes.
4: When you go into an environment that's really stressful, how nice was it to get that confidence building win on Saturday to carry over into Wednesday?
8: Uh, it was good for us. Uh, we. We're kind of on to on to the next one, uh, but it's definitely you can see it in the guys' faces that it's good to get that one under our belt. Uh, but we on to the next one.
9: When you talk about the press, everybody talks about the offensive side of things, breaking it. But how important is it to play strong defense, rebound well, and not let them
0: get it get set up for
8: us? Yeah, it's going to be huge for us to rebound the ball and take care of the basketball, just like any other game. But we got to put more emphasis towards this one, us being on the roll and playing the you know, a top ten opponent in West Virginia, they got a good guards, so and they got bigs that rebound the basketball, so it's going to be a good challenge for us, but we're on for it.
4: How about you personally? How do you feel right now, back to 100% almost?
8: Yeah, I mean, it's close to the middle of the season. You know, it's hard to reach that 100% peak, but, you know, it just come in every day, you stretch, you know, uh, drink water, get lots of rest, eat the right foods, and just go take it a day at a time.
4: Did you get the sense that it brought everyone up to have you back?
8: I mean, I'm just trying to do my part and do my job. You know, just coach put me out there, so I'm just trying to do my job.
4: And wrapping up a little OU men's basketball chat every week on his radio show, Toby Rowland is able to catch up with one of the Sooner assistants. This week, it was first-year assistant coach Carlin Hartman with the voice of the Sooners,
9: Toby Rowland. I would imagine a post-game locker room was a uh, was a pleasant sight on Saturday
3: <laughs> Yeah, this was actually something on Twitter um <laughs> Recalling our uh, celebration in the locker room, but you um, know it was it was good for our guys. Obviously, to, to feel uh, you know all the work that they put in, uh, they never wavered, Toby, in this entire time. You know, during the uh, uh, the loss, the losses, um, and our guys felt you know really good about you know where how we played and 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 how we went about you know preparing to to win a game on Saturday.
9: Well, you mentioned the never wavering thing, and I know that's not to be taken for granted. Because uh, especially with a young team like this, you put four, five, six losses together in a row, and it's real easy for mm-hmm. for maybe uh, you know a mutiny to happen, or for kids to kind of check out a little bit. Um, it sounds like that never happened with this team.
3: No, no, not not even close. But I also think um, and, and know that it, it all starts with the top, with Coach Kruger. I mean, he's not going to allow us to do that. Um, he's a fighter. Um, you know, he, he, he's one of those guys that obviously, you know, is never too high, you know, when you're playing great, but he's also never too low when you're struggling and you're trying to, you know, get out of, you know, the situation that we were in over these last four weeks. Um, and, and again, um, we, we, we knew, we know what kind of talent we have on this basketball team and obviously, you know, number 10 coming back, you know, just kind of settles everybody down and calms everybody down and makes everyone feel, you know, pretty good, um, you know, when they go out there and perform. But, um, you know, again, at the top, Coach Kruger just, you know, made sure that everyone knew that, you know, we have a good enough basketball team in this season is far from over.
9: There really was um, a kind of a I got this feeling to Jordan the other night. Like when it was late yeah. and you had the lead – he was like give me the ball I got this I I know how to do this and that's been an issue this year putting away games when you're ahead late but he hit 14 for 14 at the free throw line he he, the play where he snuck up behind the guy and stole the ball Um, there was a calming effect with Jordan Woodard the other night
3: yeah and you know one of the things obviously if uh, you know most of the people who have followed our basketball program this year knows that you know we're a very young group and a very young team and Obviously, with the losses that we had this past uh, off season, you know, two guys going to the NBA, um, you know, you need some type of veteran presence and leadership, and a guy that's been through the wars. And obviously, Jordan has been that guy, starting as a freshman and 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 having such a uh, unbelievable career up until this point. And yeah, when he's on the floor, you just feel, you know, a sense of okay, uh, this is a guy that's been there. He's not going to be afraid to make the big play defensively. He's not going to be afraid to make the big play offensively, and the rest of our guys, you know, feed off of that presence. And uh, it's good to have him back.
9: Tell me about the coaching of Rashard Odoms, who has a career high twenty four the other night. He comes in last yeah. year, doesn't get to play a lot. Uh, yeah. You have obviously convinced him you know that, that we'll work on the three point shot at another time or or that's not a featured part of his game right now, but mm-hmm. you have uh, he, he is doing what he does well, and he's doing it Correct. very well right now. Tell me about the process with Rashard.
3: Yeah, the process with Rowe started obviously at the end of last year. Um, he knew that he wasn't gonna have as much opportunity last year with the veteran team that uh, we had. But now this year, Fast forward, uh, he knew the opportunity was going to come. And so, obviously, he worked off season on shooting and the mechanics and so forth. And it just hadn't caught up with him, you know, by the time we started the season. He tried it early on. You know, it wasn't something that was really comfortable. And we, even though he doesn't shoot him in games, we still work on it, you know, um, in the gym, you know, away from the lights. Now, with that said, he is remarkable at, you know, using his athleticism uh, being able to push through drives, straight line drives, you know, get it to the rim, and even when you know it's coming, he still has this innate ability to be able to, you know, slither, slither, slither through a guy and the defense, and you know, get to where he wants to go. I think being left-handed obviously helps him in that regard. Uh, we're obviously trying to work on other things in this offensive game, you know, right-hand finishes and so forth, but. Uh, Roe was a little bit stubborn early on. Uh, now he's starting to feel, you know, a sense of of, of accomplishment and, and some of the things that we've been showing him on film. And I think he's going to take off and really run with it.
9: There's something about a lefty finishing around the rim, too. We talked about Nolan Johnson, uh, a uh, former Sooner earlier in the show. But Zeebo's got a little bit of that, too, where he's kind of plays below the rim, but he finishes. He's great at drawing contact. Yeah. You you yeah. said slither, that's a great word right there, but he's just got a real knack for knowing how to get the ball in the hoop when he's down there.
3: Well, I think the other thing that helps row Roe too is that he's he's six six. He's a yeah. big he's a big kid. He's about, you know, two hundred and ten pounds of, you know, locomotive muscle that's coming at you. Um, but he's also one of those guys that he's not just looking to score. When he drives, he's very good at being able to dish it. Um, you know on the perimeter make the extra pass Um, and he's drawn so much attention now that you know he's going to have to prepare himself you know for defenses to really you know collapse and not let him get all the way to the basket but he's he's very selfless Um, one of his quotes after the game you know um, someone asked him you know about his successful night he credited his teammates so I think that's a really good sign of the youth that's maturing. I also think that's an unbelievable sign of the culture and the program that Coach Kruger has, you know, um, built here at Oklahoma.
9: I feel like if you could get Christian James going on top of, you know, the other guys that are cooking pretty good right now, then then you, you got yeah. something. How, how do we get Christian going here?
3: It's just a matter of, you know, being, you know, getting in the lab, um, you know, working, um, you know, constantly watching film. Uh, he gets up a lot of shots. Uh, that's not, I think, as much of an issue. It's just a matter of how he's getting those shots. And and let's let's be honest about this, Toby. I think you obviously notice, and as well as our fans. Number ten being out there really helps him. Um, you know, uh, you know, get better looks. Uh, early in the year, when he was shooting such a high percentage, um, you know, in Orlando, when he goes five for five against Clemson. Uh, from the three point line, well, you know Jordan is out there, you know, making a lot of plays and and setting him up for a lot of those opportunities. So, um, I, you're 100 percent right. Once he gets his mojo back and starts really getting going, as we you know get into the stretch part of the season here, um, he's going to be a much needed player for us. Uh, you know, we need his scoring, but we also need him to defend and rebound at a high level as well.
9: Is is does the emergence of McGusty? Uh, Have him flustered a little bit or anything? Do you sense any of that?
3: No, no, I don't sense. We don't don't sense any of that at all. I mean, everybody's, you know, excited for anybody who gets an opportunity. And obviously, coaches made a a ton of uh, lineup changes this year just to try to, you know, figure out, you know, what's a good lineup and a good comfortable lineup for these guys. Um, There's been no dissension whatsoever um, in terms of, you know, who's in and who's out of the start lineup everybody's had a fair chance and everybody's had a fair opportunity. And you know, Christian right now is a guy that's, you know, coming in off the bench. Last time he came in off the bench um, early in the year was, uh, I believe it was against Memphis, and he had 15 points in that particular yeah. game. Uh, so, you know, we we're, 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 we're want to take a little bit of pressure off him because we knew that he was, you know, struggling a little bit. Um, he, he actually played a pretty doggone good game on Saturday that not a lot of people were going to notice, but he moved the ball well. He took the right uh, opportunities offensively, did a really good job defensively. Um, And, you know, again, the sign of a good program is, you know, guys are not worried about, you know, their own time, their own minutes right now. And uh, I think, you know, with Jordan being back, hopefully now we can, you know, start to really, um, you know, build upon not only his return, but how we're playing right now. We did a much better job defensively um on on saturday i thought we did a good job you know when texas tech made the run to cut it to three um we got a really good possession offensively uh scored a couple possessions i think we went on a 10 to 1 run you know whereas in the games previous in the losing streak um we would you know not have as good of possessions you know when a team made a run so um it's important for us to just keep building on those things and to keep positive attitudes which you know, for the most part, this year have been really good.
9: All right, we got about a minute here, Coach. What What is the most important thing when you face the chaos of West Virginia?
3: Calm, <laughs> being calm, being calm. You know, they're going to keep on coming at you, make or miss with the presses. Uh, we got to be very calm. We got to be obviously really strong with the basketball. Uh, you can't float anything out there. You got to come and you got to. Almost be like a TD a, a Westbrook. You got to come to the bat. You got to come to the ball. You got to come and receive it with two hands and catch it. Um, and you just can't, you know, relax any possession. They're always coming from behind. Uh, and you know, this is obviously going to be a tough environment for our group. Um, but we're looking forward to the challenge. And I think if you know, obviously, if we can cut down on a number of turnovers, you know, and, and can be upwards of you know over. You know, we're approaching, you know, 28 to, you know, that 30 mark that they've reached a couple of times. We got to do a really good job of taking care of the basketball, but we got to be very poised in how we uh, go about our, our game on, um, on well, Wednesday night.
4: Sooners are now 7 to 9 on the season, 1 and 4 in Big 12 play, 84 to 75. They got that win over texas tech it'll be a big one on wednesday night against west virginia at 6 p.m well that's a look at the game plan for this week and as always we appreciate you downloading the sooner sports podcast again on thursday's edition maddie manning will join us fresh off of the sooner's trip to austin to square off against texas until then everyone have a great week enjoy some college hoops and boomer sooner everybody
2: this has been the sooner sports podcast Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU On The Air.
1: Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate, not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack.